Oh yeah. Welcome to the Hope For You podcast. This is your host, Brother Gene. Today, let's determine to live our lives from the perspective that if God has saved us from the hell we deserve, then he is certainly able to bless us and restore the broken places in our lives. This present trial that we are all facing pales in comparison to the hopelessness of a person sentenced to hell. Brother Gene, are people in hell right now? According to the Bible, they are in Hades. Let's look at Luke 16, verses 23 to 26. And in Hades, as he was in torment, he looked up and saw Abraham far off with Lazarus at his side. The rich man shouted, Father Abraham, have some pity. Send Lazarus over here to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. I am in anguish in these flames. But Abraham said to him, Son, remember that during your lifetime you had everything you wanted and Lazarus had nothing. So now he is here being comforted and you are in anguish. And besides, there is a great chasm separating us. No one can cross over to you from here, and no one can cross over to us from there. For the person who denies the love of God and is too proud to say they are a sinner, rejecting God's redemption plan of the cross for mankind, they are going to find themselves without hope in hell. If you are not sure if you ever prayed to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are going to have an opportunity at the end of this message to become born again. Brother Gene, is there a literal hell? Jesus said there is. In the Bible, Jesus, teaching his disciples in a house in Capernaum, picked up a child and went on to say, in Mark 9, verses 42 to 48, But if you cause one of these little ones who trusts in me to fall into sin, it would be better for you to be thrown into the sea with a large millstone hung around your neck. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better to enter eternal life with only one hand than to go into the unquenchable fires of hell with two hands. If your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. It's better to enter eternal life with only one foot than to be thrown into hell with two feet. 
And if your eye causes you to sin, gouge it out. It's better to enter the kingdom of God with only one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell, where the maggots never die and the fire never goes out. Jesus spoke so harshly about hell due to its seriousness. This body of ours will not enter eternal life. People are going to receive new bodies capable of withstanding hell for unbelievers and the glory of God for believers. 1 Corinthians 15 verses 51 to 55 But let me reveal to you a wonderful secret. We will not all die, but we will all be transformed. It will happen in a moment, in the blink of an eye, when the last trumpet is blown. For when the trumpet sounds, those who have died will be raised to live forever. And we who are living will also be transformed. For our dying bodies must be transformed into bodies that will never die. Our mortal bodies must be transformed into immortal bodies. Then, when our dying bodies have been transformed into bodies that will never die, then this scripture will be fulfilled. Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? Praise the Lord. Jesus conquered death, hell, and the grave, and he is going to give you a new body that will never die. Jesus took our place in hell. 1 Peter 3 verses 18 to 20. Christ suffered for our sins once for all time. He never sinned, but he died for sinners to bring you safely home to God. He suffered physical death, but he was raised to life in the Spirit. So he went and preached to the spirits in prison those who disobeyed God long ago when God waited patiently while Noah was building his boat. Only eight people were saved from drowning in that terrible flood. Unfortunately, not everyone will be saved. Talk to your friends and relatives today and ask them if they have accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Let's take a sober look at what is going to happen to those who have not received Jesus as Lord and Savior. Revelation 20 verses 11 to 15 And I saw a great white throne and the one sitting on it the earth and sky fled from his presence, but they found no place to hide. I saw the dead, 
both great and small, standing before God's throne. And the books were opened, including the book of life. And the dead were judged according to what they had done, as recorded in the books. The sea gave up its dead, and death and the grave gave up their dead, and all were judged according to their deeds. Then death and the grave were thrown into the lake of fire. The lake of fire is the second death, and anyone whose name was not found recorded in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. You can run, but you can't hide from God. He loves you so much. Romans 2, verses 4 through 11. Don't you see how wonderfully kind, tolerant, and patient God is with you? Does this mean nothing to you? Can you see that his kindness is intended to turn you from your sins? But because you are stubborn and refuse to turn from your sins, you are storing up punishment for yourself. For a day of anger is coming when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. He will judge everyone according to what they have done. He will give eternal life to those who keep on doing good, seeking after the glory and honor and immortality that God offers. But he will pour out his anger and wrath on those who live for themselves, who refuse to obey the truth and instead live lives of wickedness. There will be trouble and calamity for everyone who keeps on doing what is evil. For the Jew first, and also for the Gentile. But there will be glory and honor and peace from God for all who do good, for the Jew first and also for the Gentile. For God does not show favoritism. Friend, Ephesians 2 verses 8 to 9 says, God saved you by his grace when you believed, and you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, so none of us can boast about it. If there was never a time that you were so honest with God to ask Him to save you, then pray. Repeat this prayer. Father, I am a sinner. I have missed your mark of perfection. Forgive me. I ask Jesus to come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. Jesus, I believe you are God. You died on the cross, descended into hell with my sins.
and rose to life on the third day. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Child of God, as the old song says, if he carried the weight of the world upon his shoulders, surely he will carry you. The Lord loves you and is working mightily for you. Trust him with all your heart today. Thank you for listening to the Hope For You podcast. This is Brother Gene saying, there is hope for you.